welcome back to the Ours and Yours podcast. This is Sienna. And this is Josh. How are you guys? What is up, everybody? Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Date night, baby. Date night? Yeah, it's our double date night. Oh, yeah. What do you mean? (laughs) Well, we've been saying for the past 25,000 episodes. What? 25 episodes? Is this our 25th? That sounds right. Is this our big two five? It might be. No way. Tonight, our double date, we're going to be chatting about spiritual gifts. So essentially what we've done tonight is we took a survey uh, to kind of learn more about our strengths and weaknesses and how that correlates with our faith. Sienna and I are both Christians. and That's something that we, it's a big part of who we are and what we believe. So we took this um kind of like a personality trait test to see what our spiritual gifts are, which I think is kind of cool. Right. Um, We've taken the strengths finder test prior. Um, So it's kind of like that. But yeah, just more. Faith-based. Faith-based, exactly. Um, I feel like it's been forever since we've talked. Really? But it really hasn't. It's only been a week. But I just feel like we've been doing a lot this past week. We have done a lot this past week. We've done a lot of festivities holiday festivities i had a little girls night with my friends julia and Alyssa. and on the flip side of that i had a dad night a lot of people often say like oh i had to watch the kids well they're your kids so that's weird um but no i got to hang out with our kids and then that same night our um my brother-in-law gunner brought over his kids so i got to spend time with the whole family uh, well, at least half of the family, minus the the moms. Both of the moms were gone, so it was kind of cool. It was pretty fun. Yeah. Um, we had a Friendsgiving slash Christmas party, so we each brought, like, two dishes, and then we brought presents, and we were going to do a little Christmas craft, but it didn't exactly work out how we thought it was going to. Our chocolate wasn't cooperating, so we didn't do that, but we just chatted. And it was fun. And then we ended up making our eggnog pie that we told you guys about last week. It was was. delicious. Man, it was so good. I feel like that would be a good dish to have at Christmas parties for the kids to eat. I agree. I agree. It's very, like, basic in flavor and just easy to make. It's a no-bake pie. Yeah, I feel like that's perfect. I feel like it tastes a lot like whipped cream too so. well, that's because it's made with whipped yeah cream. so i think kids really will like it it doesn't it doesn't have a super strong eggnog taste but it's still pretty good exactly and then we had our little christmas date no i was about to say that too that was fun we we went out to the city and we went christmas shopping for all of our friends and family we went to of course olive garden yes we that's like a ritual for us. It really is. <laughs> Olive Garden on a date night. Olive Garden on a date night. You're every, go on out, every date night. You're going to go out, go out, you know? And then we ended the date night with a cup of coffee from a local coffee shop. So it was a good night. It was, it was. phenomenal. So in case we didn't already tell you guys, we have a lot of nieces and nephews. So what we found works best for us the past few years is we make them a snack box. So we go to Sam's Club, we get all the fun snacks that parents don't let you have. Everything. All the snacks that you wanted as a kid, but never got. 
and we put it all in a box for them and it's budget friendly and I feel like it's a good gift and it takes the like guesswork out of it so I don't have to, we don't have to do individual gifts for each kid and nobody gets jealous <laughs> so we think that works really good so we bought all the stuff from Sam's Club for those snack packs we got Kool-Aid jammers mac and cheese pop tarts uh, Scooby-Doo snacks, chips. Oh, yeah. All the super healthy stuff that parents avoid. <laughs> and so we put those boxes together that night, too, which yeah. is fun. And we had Elf playing in the background. And so we're not doing very good on our Christmas movie list, watch list. Yeah, which is sad. Um, But tonight we're going to watch Candy Cane Lane. With Eddie Murphy. It's an Amazon movie, so that's going to be pretty cool. I'm hoping it's good. Who knows? I don't know, but it honestly wasn't even on our Christmas bucket list. Yeah, but, but it's Eddie Murphy and it's brand new, so we have to. <laughs> so we're watching it anyway. But um, yeah, I feel like that's really what we've been up to. Today we had a little photo shoot. We did. For our Christmas cards. So we've been getting stuff done off of our list a little yeah. bit. The, the pictures went good, I think. I Cove, think that they went really good, except for Cove. Cove would not let me set her down. And crew did really good. Yeah, crew did so pretty good. So check that, everybody. We don't just harp on crew. Crew was fantastic then <laughs> during that segment of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's pretty much all the updates I have. Well, I'm the opposite. I still have a lot more updates. Go for it. Well, I had allergy testing done. Oh yeah, you so have health updates. I have health updates. Um, I've been having allergic reactions, so we had to get that figured out. And we could have sworn that I was allergic to shellfish. But it turns out I'm allergic to dust mites. Really bad. Dust mites, cockroaches, mold, mildews, um, uh, pigweed, smut something. Trees. Like box elderwood trees. Uh, what was the? It was kind of grass that's actually really common. But yeah, I'm just kind of allergic to a lot of environmental stuff. But um, not shellfish. But we did find out that dust mites, and that was my biggest allergic reaction, is in the same family as shellfish. So if you have a dust mite allergy and you eat shellfish, your body may think that you're consuming dust mites and have an allergic reaction, which is so weird. So therefore... You're allergic to shellfish. I'm not allergic to shellfish. I got tested, and I am not allergic to shellfish. Okay, but when you nothing eat, happened. But when you eat shellfish, your lip swells up, and your throat gets itchy, and your eyes. Tough. Correct, but I'm not allergic to shellfish. Uh huh. And they gave me two. Sorry, I'm a little salty about this appointment. Oh my god. Go ahead. Why are you salty, Sienna? I want to. I want to let you explain to everyone why you're why you're salty. I just did, basically. No, you didn't. Why? Because you're allergic to shellfish. What did the allergy test say? Gosh. Go ahead. I got tested to see if I was allergic to shellfish. And I'm not allergic to shellfish. But Sienna is very... Go ahead with your next update. My next update is that I had physical therapy today. And your boy is cleared... Off your crutches. Off my crutches. So I can start driving. I'm going to go back to work in the office. I know that mom is very happy about that. I know that I'm very sad about that. Whatever, um, flip those. But it is going to be 
good for me to get back to work in my environment where I can thrive and grind at work so that I can get my job done to provide for this family. How's it been going off crutches today? Oh, it's been fine. Good. And I'm sitting crisscross applesauce. I don't even know if you noticed. Yeah, how does that go? It's going fine. Good. It's a little ice pack maybe needed Oh. by the end of the night. Okay. If you caught our little after credit scene last um, episode, then you would know we're playing Spyro. And we have made way this week. Yeah, we beat the first game 120%. I think that was last week. And this week we're at, what, 50%? I have no idea, but we have done like six levels. We're crushing it. Last night alone we did like three. Three. It was great. All right, everybody. If you enjoy this podcast as much as we know that you do, go ahead, get on Spotify or get on Apple. Give us that five-star rating and leave us a review. And if you do that, you can screenshot that, send it in to us on Instagram at ours.yours.podcast, and we will give you our free winter date night list. It has a bunch of date ideas for out and about, a bunch of date ideas for at home, and it's super cute. I would highly recommend. Um, Josh and I have done a date night on that list this season, and we hope that we can do even more, Um, but some of them are ones that we've done in the past. Some of them are new to us, Um, but yeah, if you give us a rating or review, then you get a free date night list. Check it out. Sweet. All right. Well, I think that's all the updates I have, Sienna, so maybe we just go ahead and start this thing. Ready to rock and roll? Let's rock and roll. I'm going to let you start, actually. So the website that we used to take our spiritual gifts finder is giftstest.com. Gifts test. Gifts. That's a hard G-I-F-T-S. word. G-I-F-T-S. Giftstest.com. Okay. My top spiritual gift that I got was, well, first of all, there's like 28 spiritual gifts, I think. Well, that's good to know because I had no idea how many there were. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's 28. And this test gave us our top five. Um, so here we go. My first one was administration. Okay. It says, the gift of administration is the divine strength or ability to organize multiple tasks and groups of people to accomplish these tasks. And then it gives me little okay. verses where you can find things on administration. So what do you think about that? Do you think that's pretty accurate? Yes. Yes and no. I'm not like the most organized person ever, especially not with like material things. But as far as like routines, schedules, and to-do lists go, I feel like I'm very on it and on top of things. So yeah, I definitely think that's right about me. I think so too. I think that you really do like, I don't think that you are by any means like a calendar mom from the movies, you know? Right. Like, you don't have a calendar on the fridge and say, we have to do this, this, this. No, but you I'm are not. very organized in, in regard to, like, what our family is going to be doing. And you're just, like, you kind of hold us together with yeah. that aspect. So I think that that is 100% accurate. My top strength is pastor slash shepherd. 
Okay, what does that mean? It says the gift of pastor slash shepherd is the divine strength or ability to care for the personal needs of others by nurturing or mending life issues. Oh, wow. So like, so like empathy. It's empathy. It's being there for people. It's like helping them through things. Or like if I know that someone's struggling, it's like that want, that desire to like help them. Yeah, you're a fixer. I am. For sure. Like if I have a problem, be like, we're going to work on this until it's resolved. Right. And I feel like I also do that a lot with my friends. Like my really good friends, I want to like help them fix things. Yeah. Uh, and family too. So yeah, I think that that's, sure. I think that this is like something that really, really fits. Um, it's something that I love about myself, but it's also something like that can be tough. You know what I mean? Because sometimes that those family members, those friends don't want advice. It works in our relationship because I always want you to fix things. I like that about you. And I am not a fixer. I don't know where to, what the first step even is. So, like, I just to listen. To be selfless. I listen to your problems, but I don't try to fix them. I'm like, I'm here for you, but you've got to figure this out. And when, it, when I have a problem, you're like, I'm figuring this out for us. You know? Yeah. I don't think that oftentimes with me and, like, how I work, I feel like in our marriage, I don't want you to fix things. I want you to just be there for me. Well, that's good because I feel – sometimes I feel bad. I'm like, I can't fix this. I don't want you to. I want – like, you're the person I want to be able to just be, like, a little bit more – I can't be vulnerable with other people like I can you. So I want to be able to, like, like talk through things with you, like, pour my heart out, like, pour my guts out essentially and, like, get it all out there, like, how I'm feeling because I feel all these things. And as a dude, we feel things and we, I like – internalize a lot of things and I know women do the same thing but I feel like men do that so much and it's just good to pour it out to you I love that so thank you that's not a bad thing of course, of course. my number two was craftsmanship <laughs> I'm surprised that's not your number one but read this to us and let's hear it. the gift of craftsmanship is the divine strength or ability to plan build and work with your hands in construction environments to accomplish multiple ministry applications. I love it. So that kind of sounds like you're building a house, which I won't be building a house, but I think for me that means like putting together parties, decorating, making like a gathering spot, putting it together and making it cozy and yeah, just making um, tangible objects. Yeah. I think, for experiences. I agree. My second one is administration. Oh, are you joking? It says, the gift of administration <laughs> is divine strength or ability to organize multiple tasks for groups of people to accomplish these tasks. Now, maybe this one is more so in my work life. Yeah. You know, because like at home, I'm not the organizer, but I don't have to be at home. That's what you do. At work, I feel like I do organize different teams of people. I do work with different groups of students. So, But what about spiritually? Well, I think that if we're going to do something, it's kind of like, I don't want to say it's my call because we decide everything together, but like, you want me to be the person to say, all right, let's go to church. All right, let's go to life group. Like lead our family. 
yeah, you want us to lead our family. And although I might not be planning all those details, if I'm out, we're not going. You know what I mean? Right. As far as like, if I'm not feeling it or if I'm not like motivated to do something like that, like while you might want to plan it, you're not going to do it. Right. So I feel like that might be a part of it at home yeah. too. Yeah. I think that you like could organize some like boys nights and things like that. I mean, that's something I always talk about too. Like I always wanted to be in a Bible group with men. I want to yeah. be in a men's group and do these things, but. Number three for me was service. Oh, that's interesting. You don't see that being a fit? No, I do. It says, the gift of serving is the divine strength or ability to do small or great tasks in working for the overall good of the body of Christ. I think that by default, being a mom, you have to be good at service because that's what I do all day is take care of everyone else so I also think that that runs into other areas of my life now I think that you've I think that you definitely fit this I think about like how you want to make people bread and like do sweet things to people like you're so nice and like you bought your friend Alyssa like you we were at Target the other night and you're like let's get Emery well I would I had I had it planned well, I know, but, like, just the fact that you care so much about other people, and like, even if you're not necessarily throwing, like, a stamp of, like, your faith on there, like, you're showing others how compassionate you are, and people notice things like that, and then they're like, why is Sienna different? And that could be contributed to your faith. All right, are you ready for my third one? Yes. It's discernment. The gift of discernment is the divine strength or ability to spiritually identify falsehood, to distinguish between right and wrong motives and the spiritual forces at work in situations. I think that's very good for you. I think so too. Because you're always, like, I feel like sometimes it's a roadblock for you. Like, you're like, this person isn't 100% authentic or, yeah, you know, I want to do this for the right reasons. I think that's you. Yeah, and it just, it really... Gosh, if you've listened to this podcast and you've heard me ramble or rant, like, gossip and just toxicity and, like, people being mean for no reason just really impacts me. And I can identify very easily, like, if people are not genuine. Yeah. And not good people. And I try not to judge and get caught up in that, but it's so hard for me because I wish people were just nice and genuine. Good one, babe. Number four for me was faith. Oh, I love that. The gift of faith is the divine strength or ability to believe in God for unseen supernatural results in every arena of life. I've always had strong values, and I'll get into this a little bit in the next section. But, yeah, that's who I am. I feel like I have unwavering faith, like no matter what, good or bad, like I know what it is. I know, you know. You know who you are. You know who you are, and your faith is solid. Exactly. Nothing wrong with that. My fourth one is leadership. Wow, that's not surprising at all. The gift of leadership is the divine strength or ability to influence people at their level while directing and focusing them on the bigger picture, vision, or idea. I feel like that's me. I love leadership. I love communication. I love building people up. I love working with college students. So the younger generation 
to help them reach their goals. Like, I love that. That's literally, I, I live, I live to lead is what I like to say. So whether that's leading at my job, whether that's leading at home, it's a big part of who I am as like a, a father, a friend, a dad, a husband, like that's what I like. So of course I feel like this one is, I mean, I'm surprised it's not higher to yeah, be honest. Yeah, same. I'm surprised administration's above leading. I agree, but you know what? It's all right. <laughs> You're a good leader, babe. Thank you. I appreciate that. That means a lot. My last one is exhortation. Is that how you say it? The gift of exhortation is the divine strength or ability to strengthen, comfort, or urge others to action through the written or spoken word and biblical truth. I think that's kind of like, I don't know, it's not like leadership, but it's kind of like taking the lead and like encouraging others to do the same thing. I kind of feel like that's what we do like with this podcast. So like this episode, we um, taking the spiritual gifts test. Hopefully you guys do too. So it's kind of things like that, I think, or like, I think of like Instagram or on TikTok, I could be like, hey, I'm doing this. You should also think about doing this, you know, things like that. I love that. That is, that's you. I feel like that fits. I feel like you're always kind of setting the bar high, mama. (laughs) What's your last one? My last one is, I thought this one was kind of interesting. Okay. I don't know how I feel about it. It says prophecy. Gift of prophecy is the divine strength or ability to communicate God's truth and heart in a way that calls people to a right relationship with God. I don't know why you say you don't know about it because I see that in you. Really? Yeah. So like, I think. I guess maybe I'm just reading it wrong. I think the way you talk about God like to other people is like obtainable almost, you know? And I think that the way you share it is, like, with your own experiences. And I think that speaks to other people. I, I definitely can see that now. now, what, now you know what I mean? I think I, maybe I read it wrong the first time. Uh, but I think you're right. Like, instead of a way, like, talking to people about God in a way that doesn't go over their head. Mm-hmm. But more so is, like, the grit and, like, well, this is kind of, like, this, I mean... This is what God is to me. This is what God is based on what I believe. And then also this is how God's impacted me and kind of like the the dirty of what I've been through to become a Christian and be a Christian now. Yeah. I love that. That is me. Yeah. You're right. I know. Okay. Now that we've shared our top five spiritual gifts, what do you think I overall? Think that, I think that they're all right there. The only thing is that on mine, I would expect if I had administration – which does make sense, especially for my career and like leading our family and things like that in different ways. I think that it would, I would have guessed that it would have been lower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. But I feel like all of them are spot on for me and I feel like yours are perfect. Yeah, I think mine are great too. Yeah, I think they're perfect. Okay, so I found this little worksheet from Jenny Allen and I filled it out, but Josh, I gave it to Josh and he just hasn't had time to fill it out yet. Because she gave it to me today. So I'm going to read you, like, my, I'm going to go over my answers. And Josh, you can just chime in, like, with, cool. if you think of something yeah. for yourself. If not, that's fine. Cool. I love that. Thanks for, thanks for taking the, uh, taking the jump and doing this for us and keeping us honest and just finding all this stuff in general for us was cool. I appreciate you doing the back work for our podcast to make us successful. No worries. Okay. So this says, 
So often we find it easy to encourage the people around us and recognize their gifts and talents, yet we deny the gifts God has also placed on our lives. So basically it's just saying you need to take a moment to think about the gifts that you have and the gifts God has given you. And with that information, it's saying, what can we do with this? Mm. It kind of guided me through a little bit of uh, exercise. So the first thing it said to do was take inventory. Step back and really think about the things that motivate you. Where do your passions and burdens collide? Okay, so there's three different sections. The first section is, I have seen these unique strengths slash natural abilities in my life. For me, I put creativity, routine, and positivity. Yeah, I think that's right on. I, I would say for me, I would say communication, leadership, and then my top strength from the strength finders is woo, which stands for winning others over. And I feel like that's just making relationships with people and, I mean, just being likable. And I feel like that would be my top three that I see in my life. Perfect. And then it says, these things slash events make up my unique story. So I put strong values because my dad was an alcoholic, an addict, a drug addict. Not current, not while I was growing up, but before he ha- they had me. And he always took me along to NA stuff. And I was in like meetings and things like that, NA functions. And I think that that instilled strong values in me from a young age. And I knew exactly what I wanted. I did not want to go down that path that I saw all these other people on. And so that's kind of like, I think, where I get my strong values from. That's like a unique thing that happened to me. Um, Another thing is I put loyalty because Josh and I have been in a long-term relationship together since high school. And I've been loyal to him throughout that whole process and our relationship. And we've, you know, had to go commute. We've had to communicate. We've had to work on it, build it. You know, it's like something that doesn't just happen. You have to, like, work on it, right? So I feel like that. And also, like, my friends I've had since elementary school. So I just think that with those unique experiences, I've gained, like, loyalty through that. And then I put vision because I think that I have a specific vision for our family and for things that we do. That's what I put for that. Do you have any unique experiences that you think mm. make up your story? I think so. I mean, I have I have a lot of different experiences that I think make me unique. But um, I'm not, that's not like to be cocky. I'm just saying like my story's sure. unique Dr. to. Dr. Clary. My story's unique to other people just as much as yours are or crew or cove or anyone. But um, I think that my childhood plays like a big role in my story. You know, I, it's, I had two parents that are disabled and with epilepsy and then I had four older siblings that went down a different path than I did and like it was just kind of a it was kind of a weird situation at home and my mom and dad did the best they that they literally could and they did phenomenal but like I think that my childhood um and that whole situation has impacted the way I live my life what I foresee my family being like um, the dynamics that I want in my family versus the dynamics that um, I saw sometimes. Um, and then the last thing was, it says, these things get me fired up. 
and I put education because I think that people should always educate themselves, especially like being a parent. I think that you need to like educate yourself on educate yourself on safety things and best practices, things not to do. Same with like relationships. I'm huge on like looking into like, you know, what is good for a marriage, what is not good, always working on things and making yourself better. And then I put community because I think that like gathering people together is important and it makes me excited to do things like birthday parties and baby showers and I love like little get-togethers. I think that's fun. And then I said vulnerability because I think that when people are vulnerable, it makes connections deeper and it strengthens people and it's not just so surface level because I think that I don't know I just love vulnerability and it excites me I would say the things that get me really jazzed up and excited is just being like a dad and a husband like um, that's literally like so much of my identity as a human and as a as a person as a man of Christ is just being a father and being a husband and I love to showcase that to um to young men in my life um so I think about my nephews and like I I literally got a message from my nephew on Snapchat the other day saying like you have such a beautiful family and an amazing wife and like that was so sweet that to me is like the best compliment like, yeah that gets you fired up it does like you know, I, I joke about like, oh, Dr. Clary, oh, da da da, but like, literally, like, my greatest accomplishment is being married to you and having our family. Aww. That's such. That's like the thing that I'm most proud of in my whole Same. life. And like, we just, we know what we want, we know what we have, and we know what we're gonna have, and that just makes me so excited. But like, modeling our like. We're not perfect. Like, our marriage is not perfect. Our parenting is not perfect. Our house is not perfect. But modeling to the male individuals that I get to influence, whether that be through my job, whether that be through my hobbies, whatever it is, like, just showing them, like, how to be a good guy to your girlfriend, how to be a good guy to your kids. You've always been really good at this. Thank you. But that's that's what jazzes me up the most in life. Yeah, especially like your friends. Like I think about a lot of times, like when you're out with the guys, and they're like, "Oh, this girl's so hot," or "This girl's so hot," and you're like, "You know who's hot? My wife." Like even like taking like even though you guys are all on the same level, like just taking that extra step to show them like this is what a good husband does is really cool. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, so the next little exercise is called look around. It says, what's missing? How can your gifts fill the gap? Where is God asking you to use your gifts? Three needs from my family or close friends. Okay, so the three needs that I saw for my family and close friends, I said bringing family together and raising children with strong values because that's like a little bit of that exhortation in me is having like that vision for our family and the values and I think that's something that I could see using that in our family for and then I said gathering as a family crafting opportunities to be together so like creating those opportunities for us to gather around each other and be together 
And then I said, administrate my family's day-to-day routines. So basically, I mean, that one's pretty self-explanatory, but like, you know, schedule out everything for our family and from day to day. I like that. Do you have anything that yeah, your I mean, gifts? Like, I instantly think about like discernment and like how I can kind of detect that, that attitude, that behavior, that negativity, that, that just um, not true, authentic, authentic self. And instead of like being angry about that, because I, I do find myself, I get so frustrated and so upset and it bugs me so much, but like, maybe I take that energy and like, I can recognize that, oh, this person is like this. And then I can pray for that person because like, every time I pray, I literally say, like, I'll be like, God, you know, please, like, I'll pray for my family, my friends. And then I literally say like, God, please be with all my family, all my friends. If I don't name people specific and then I'll be like all the people I love and all the people I don't love or like don't like, you know, and like that's something I do do every time I pray. I always say like be with all the people I love and all the people I don't like. So like maybe be even more intentional. Like if there's someone that is like that in my life, which there are people like that in my life, um, I pray for those people more intentionally. I don't know. That's good. Three needs in my church or community. So I said I could craft together and serve for baby showers um, because I did that recently. And I feel like that used my abilities well. And then I said I could help provide childcare with the service um, gift that I was given. Um, and then I said maybe inspire our small group to step out, step out of the box on topics. And I think that one goes into like the administration side of things a little yeah. bit. I just think that. Yeah, I could, you know, think of a different way to do something or craft something together. You know, I, I felt really called to work with people and, like, um, serve people. So, like, for me, I think about, you know, the students or the youth in our, our hometown and, like, the different opportunities, whether that's some – I get to work with some college students or whether that's some high school students. I literally think that I have a – I have a really good ability to work with, you know, teenagers and that, that young generation, that younger youthful generation. Um, so maybe just jumping in and helping out with like maybe a middle school night in, in town or a high school night, or if, if there's a college night near us, like something like that. I think that I, I think I'd be really good at that. You know, I, I think about when I was growing up, we had this thing called the building and it was so fun. And I know that you went to Sienna. Mm-hmm. But we like, went together. We did. And there was a guy that was there. His name was Phil. And he'd always do the games. And sometimes he'd share his story. Sometimes he'd do breakout sessions. And I just always think, like, I could be more like a Phil. Like, I don't need to be the pastor that's there leading, leading the session. But I could be the fun guy that does the games and then, like, has really authentic relationships with to students. To set the good example. Yeah. Yeah, by your actions. And that's something that, I mean, that's something I'm really passionate about, too, because I used to drink before Sienna and I got in a relationship. So like I would drink, I would um, party kind of like things like that. But ever since I got with Sienna, I wanted to not do that. And initially I did that for Sienna, but now I do that for myself because I don't want to drink or, you know, do any of that stuff. But I, I like to show people that you can have fun without getting drunk. And that's something I'm passionate about. Like if you drink and that's your thing, okay, but, like, you don't have to drink to have a good time. 
it's just it's a myth. It's a, it's I I am a pretty happy dude who has a lot of fun and I don't drink. So And then the last section says three needs across the world. <laughs> this one was like, oh my gosh, the whole world. So I said, um, I could set an example of someone who is strong in their beliefs, um, because that comes natural to me. I said I can provide service in a way maybe like sharing recipes or homemaking tips through social media, kind of like what I was talking about earlier. And then I said I could craft a good way for all the get, all of my gifts to come together to serve. I could set a good example, lead others to do the same things for themselves. So I was thinking maybe like through this podcast is like a way I, I do that or through social media. So yeah. You're so smart. You're so smart and sweet. And I love that about you. Oh, thank you. Uh, I think that as far as me, you know, I think that one thing that I could do um, to help change the world uh, is to just kind of hone in on my career. And like I work in higher education and I'm not even talking about students. Like I'm talking about higher education professionals. It is a very interesting group of people. Um, higher education professionals, they range on so many different topics and, you know, whether that be religion, whether that be extracurriculars, like there's, there's a lot of modeling that I could do at like conferences or at professional development opportunities that might break a little bit of the norm and just be who I am. If I am firm in who I am, and I have the chance to meet with people and be who I am and believe what I believe and articulate that to my my colleagues, my peers, then that would be a good thing. Yeah. I think that's a little bit of that leadership, you know, among your Professional peers. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The last little exercise is says take action. Now that you've figured out what your gifts are, how are you going to use them for his glory? So it's like three different actions that you could take today to use your gifts to make a change. So I said, action number one, I want to plan a Mother's Day brunch for all the moms in my family. I love that. So that includes like administration, my craftsmanship, and service. And I think that I've been wanting to do that for a while. So something I want to make happen. Action two is a small group retreat, which I've told you about. That I you wanted have, to do. You have said that. And I think that's a good way to lead, like, that exhortation side to say, like, here's an action. Let's encourage everyone else to take it. Also administrative, like, planning it all together, craftsmanship, you know, doing physical, putting physical things together for it. I think that I would be strong at that. And then action number three, I said to make a family value list. Since I'm very value oriented yeah. and I'm, you know, I think that we could do that together just to put that on paper and that would be good for us to do. I love that. You have any yeah, so actions I, that you want to Honestly, I was just thinking about this and I am not going to answer this one because I don't want to just spit something out and That's not fine. have it be authentic. So what I'm going to do, everybody, is I'm going to take this. And I'm going to talk about it next week during our updates and say kind of like what I'd like to do. Okay. So that's, that's fine. It's going to be a little bit of my homework and then we can come back and talk about this briefly in the life updates next week. But I just don't want to rush something like that because oh, you did fine. such a good job at being so, so um, 
articulate and like thoughtful that I want to match that energy and I don't feel like I can do that on the spot and be authentic about it. So. That's totally fine. Cool. Okay, well, that wraps up our spiritual gifts episode. Again, if you guys want to take this test, the website was giftstest.com. Yes. Um, and that will, it's a free test. It tells you your five top gifts. Um, but yeah, I didn't know. I feel like I'm one of the people that is like, oh, you're so like, what's your talent? And I'm like, I don't have a talent. <laughs> but it's just the ordinary things day to day, you know. You have a lot of talent. That so. sometimes you don't think about that you can use to make good in this world. Right? I agree. Perfect. Josh keeps looking at himself in the iPhone, checking out his mustache. So I shaved off my beard, and I did a mustache because Sienna said to. And it, does it look good, Mom? What's your final thought? I'm leaning towards no, but I still want to see it through for a few days. I'm shaving it off literally in the morning. Next week, we are doing Christmas extravaganza. Which we will be chatting about viral Christmas moments. Christmas smasher pass. And so we'll like movies, be, things like that. And we will be swinging it out of the park with a Christmas countdown. Yes, and it's going to be great. Yes, so get your hot cocoa ready for next week. Buy some Christmas jammies. We will be back on the Christmas train next week with that episode. And make sure to follow us on Instagram at ours.yours.podcast. Because we are going to be posting some funny moments from this next podcast on there. So, um, Yeah, you want to make sure you follow us over there. Because today I posted a funny video of our Christmas date of Josh in the, on the, what? On the cart in Target. Oh my gosh, I didn't even see this yet. <laughs> so yeah, make sure you follow us over there for some behind the scenes and all the updates. All right, we hope that you enjoyed this episode as much as we enjoyed recording it. So. Go find out what your spiritual gifts are. And thank you for coming to the Ours and Yours podcast.